morning and welcome to Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey and joining me this morning, um, I've got uh, the synthwave duo um, whose most recent song, No One Should Hate, uh, came out about a month ago. And uh, yeah, they've been working on uh, new music all year and I'm excited to talk to them about their passions, artistry, and why they do what they do. Welcome, Becky and Sage, to the Hi, show. Ben. Hey, how's it going? Um, it's going. Uh, still uh, kind of waking up here. Oh, yeah. The dog is is in the house here. <laughs> dog is full. Is more awake than any of us, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're Birdie, good for. By the way. Birdie, Birdie's the name of the dog. Just so everybody knows. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm really, I'm really actually interviewing the dog today. <laughs> um, well, uh, to start, how are your guys' days going? Um, really good. Uh, we just did uh cool like covid show with rushmore records well the well bayview bash bayview bash yeah it was a parade and two uh, hours i sang for two hours that day wow um, yeah, it was nuts how did it yeah how was it like set up like how did it go well, we we, we played on the back of a float or uh like a flatbed what is yeah flatbed truck that we made into a float basically um we and had there were other bands there too our theme was putting on the ritz with the quills and it was a, a fancy cocktail party on a flatbed rolling through bayview we had a big cutout champagne bottle with a bubble machine in it that was blowing bubbles out the back mm. and and people were just drinking champagne and martinelli's the whole way and and uh as we went on people like all of Bayview came yeah, out and like so everybody was having like cocktails in their pajamas and little kids were dancing and everybody was waving and it was just pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. That does sound really fun. It sounds very psychedelic. <clears throat> it was it was definitely surreal. It was yeah. really weird. <laughs> but it was really cool. I was we were worried, you know, who knows how many people are gonna it was a porch porch parade was what it was called and so it was, the idea was just come out sit on your porch and a parade's gonna go by and uh you know who knew how, how many people were gonna even participate mm -hmm. but there was a lot of people out there i think people really needed something to do with their families and their <clears throat> their whatever themselves yeah yeah there's been kind of similar uh energy in river west too i mean everyone's kind of stir crazy because our culture is so like uh centered on like live music and yeah. you know community and without it everyone's just like cooped up so people have been trying to do like little things like i know there's been like a funk club wagon that's gone around the neighborhood bringing live music to people like just mobily and awesome. yeah cool creative things like that are what everyone needs right now mm -hmm. we had we had so much fun i mean just seeing the little kids like floss <laughs> yeah there was these kids flossing to our song it was just oh, never really made sense to see people floss until it was we were on the back of a float and seeing kids flossing i was like that makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's but it just makes your heart smile to see everybody like dancing and partying because we miss everybody and you know miss everything and it was just so great everybody was just like screaming and honking and I don't know. It was just magical. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. Good. I'd love to see that. So what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. 
And uh, first time I saw the Quills was actually around this time last year at Bremen Cafe. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's a small room for the amount of equipment you guys have. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was uh, that was a lot was of fun. fun. It was an intimate show. It was uh, it, yeah. Whenever we play, whether it's big or small room, we always bring pretty much the same amount of equipment. So the smaller the room, the bigger the impact, you know, so it, it can be kind of cool to play little shows and just really upfront. Whereas sometimes you're up on a big stage, it just seems like you're so disconnected with the crowd, but then you get in a little place like Bremen and it was just like, you know, it's somebody's living room, which is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a good time. Like um, I already, I already do like the, uh, the light display in there. Like it's, it's fun. It's, you know, super, DIY, but just the added like visuals that you guys brought to that room was it was very different than like what we're used to there. So that was cool. Um, but other than that, yeah, I know you guys. Uh, um, so you also owned Love Unlimited, which um, is no longer a thing now. I've heard. Yes, we yeah. had a fire upstairs, and uh, Love Unlimited was was soaked to the bone with the. Uh, fire water and soot and smoke and it was destroyed unfortunately i'm sorry to hear that that's that's rough we do have a limited amount of our records left that we were able to pull out before um they got mm-hmm. damaged we lost maybe like half of yeah. the amount of records we have but we still have um you know uh, maybe about half of them, maybe half of them out? No, a quarter? Say, I'd say maybe a quarter of them survived. The rest were destroyed, but but so, it's a lot. It's still a lot of records. So we do have albums available. <laughs> we're still sure. selling albums, and we do have Quills albums available. We lost a lot of Quills That's what albums. I was talking about, oh, was Quills. I thought we were talking about Love Unlimited. Oh, so, no. okay, I was yeah. talking about our personal we, Quills. We lost a lot of Quills records. Yeah, I'd say you're right. About half of the Quills records were gone. And in a, um, uh, what, like all of the, limited all of the edition. limited editions ones were gone. We had red vinyl, red, like ketchup colored vinyl for fishing for ketchup and. Which I just happened to have one right here, which is, this is the, well, yeah. that's with reflection, it's hard to see, but. Yeah. That, that was our limited edition uh, album, and that one's gone, right? Yeah, that one's gone, except for maybe three copies or something like that. And um, But we still have the black one. The black vinyl we still have. Oh, another, I just happen to have a bunch of our stuff here. Um, this was something that we put out with, uh, with <laughs> Shameless the ex- promotion. Exposed Foreheads. It's a little split seven inch where we remix their song, they remixed our song, flip sides. And um, there was a hundred numbered copies and then I don't know 300 regular copies all the regular copies are gone so um we saved a few of the numbered copies but that's it everything else is destroyed we have this little seven inch uh flexi disc here which is a we had like 300 of those those are all gone oh god so yeah a lot of stuff went in the fire but we we are looking forward to pressing a new album you yep. know, as soon as uh, as soon as we we get know, our shit together, <laughs> as soon as the world gets its stuff together, and we are able to do shows again, we we have a whole other record lined up and ready to go, recorded beneath it's, yeah, but beneath the sheets with the quills, 
for covers. Covers. Oh, beneath, beneath the covers. <laughs> the idea is it's a cover album. Covers all out, all covers. So we were t we were messing around with the sheets first oh, yeah. because, but then it just seemed like that's too hard to understand. So it's beneath the covers or between the covers, beneath the covers, beneath the covers with the quills. So that was it. Yeah. Oh, it's like three sheets. So I know. I know. <laughs> covers, sheets, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, easy to easy to mix them up there. Uh, but well, um, I mean that's exciting that you have a new um, new collection of uh, recordings uh, lined up. And uh, once again, like I'm really sorry to hear about what happened with Love Unlimited, but you know, hopefully, like it can be, um, you know, it, it can start something new, um, and that's the best we can do here um so before we talk about everything that's going on now um let's take it back a little bit so uh, i'd love to hear a little bit about how you guys both individually kind of started getting involved in music so um becky we can start with you uh when did you start playing growing up um well i was brought up like uh in Lutheran church so I was like singing in choir pretty much my whole childhood you know up until even in high school I still had I went to Wisconsin Lutheran High so I was in choir I I was in uh um in like my school plays and stuff like so I was I always kind of enjoyed hanging out with everybody and I don't know, just doing those singing and performances and yeah. So I guess I've always liked singing. I never thought I was gonna be a lead singer or anything like that. But I absolutely love uh, writing the music, like writing the poetry and uh, just, I, in my mind, I just feel like, uh, you know, me and Bob Dylan are like that. I'm like, I want to be a poet like he was and um, and Janis Joplin. And I mean, there's just, the list goes on and on, but I I just, I love writing music now with Sage. Awesome. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. It, sometimes you can kind of just like stumble into it and that's like, that can be really exciting. Um, Sage, how about you? When did you start? Um. Let's see. Well, gosh, I recently just unearthed a whole bunch of cassette tapes in my garage and some of the bands that I was in, I've kind of almost forgotten about, but it goes way back. Um, <clears throat> oh, I was going to mention Becky, one, one of the, one of my old bands, the Sounds of Time, the band I was in right before this band, um, Becky did uh, guest vocals on something. We were just hearing it the other day. It was uh, Shake the Ground and she's, you know, I was, I was having oh, yeah, her do, I was having her do background vocals in that, and so it, it's been, it's been bubbling in the background for a while. But um, okay, so mine goes way back, like all clear back to the beginning of time. There was a, a asteroid hit Earth. Oh right, yeah. And there was some bubbling going on, and a primordial <laughs> soup, and I started a band. Oh yeah. Um, it, I, the first band way back, I grew, I grew up in Lawrence, Kansas, and I used to hang out with these guys called the Mortal Micronauts. I don't know if you've ever heard of these guys, but uh, that was probably my first introduction into live music, and I was probably 12. And uh, they were playing live shows, and it was just kind of blowing my mind. And this was around the time of 
the Ramones and the Buzzcocks and the, all this stuff was just like forming in my brain. And uh, I think I saw uh, um, Rock and Roll High School and it just, my life was forever cemented into <laughs> like, you're gonna be a musician. And, uh, and uh, so anyway, uh, many, many bands later, I mean, there were, my first probably big band in Milwaukee was Wild Kingdom. And then I was in Citizen King for a while, uh, helped start that band. And then before they got their big top 40 hit, I was out of the band. But, um, oh, lots of stuff. The Superpowers, uh, the Thousand Airs, the, a bunch of rockabilly bands, Blue Diamond Trio, uh, Lucky Strikes, the um, Milwaukee Creative uh, Music Ensemble, MCME with Jay Todd. Um, did a lot of music with Kid Millions and the Sounds of Time and Codebreaker was a big one for a while and um, so yeah long time and then for the last five years maybe four or five years now the quills oh, awesome yeah wow. and I, I have to say I learned a lot from Codebreaker uh, you know Sage and Stephen Holly um, Becky was our number one fan she was at every show and she was listening to the music coming up from the basement the whole time and <laughs> listening to us play the exact same four seconds of a song 8,000 times in a row trying to get it right. Yeah. I knew there was a lot of work involved. I wasn't sure that I was gonna be good enough, but um, you know, when you catch the fever, it's just like, you can't help it. You just, you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. That's why I'm afraid of making music myself that I would just, go down a rabbit hole as I do with like anything else I get involved in you know it is a rabbit hole for sure <laughs> yeah turning back yeah yeah no turning back and yeah but it's kind of like yeah. album collecting well you just fall in love yeah with yeah <laughs> yeah I uh I'll, I'd love to keep your guys collection sometime because um I'm a collector myself and I've oh spent, spent a lot of money um since college <laughs> so oh yeah uh, yeah well it's a good habit to have you know <laughs> it is it is definitely um so uh so what did the quills kind of stem from like what did what kind of like uh made you guys want to like initiate this project uh long time ago we we, we did one song. song we did one song yeah. called eddie which has been lost for the most part. The the stem, you know, the the musical part of it is I had a hard drive that pooped the bed a long time ago, and it was on there. And um, but there's one person who still has it, and and uh, it Mar came out. Yeah, Mary and Pete over at Hi-Fi Cafe. Yeah. And uh, actually, listening to it, they would play it at Hi-Fi sometimes when I would come in there. I think. That was the first time I've ever heard our music on like a a big speaker, like at a you know where people are chilling and drinking coffee and and we did it in just like an hour or something like that as kind of just a for fun on the porch, just writing a song and recorded it real quick and it sounded great. It sounded really really good. So ever that was clear back in Codebreaker time days, and so. Ever since then, we've been like, one of these days, one of these days, if, if everything lines up, we're gonna do this and, and uh, everything lined up. So I guess that's a answer. <laughs> so, well, yeah. 
It was like hearing our music on the big speaker just made me feel like, oh my God, this is what it feels like. Like everybody like enjoying the music and just that Mary was so supportive. Mary Hart, she was like, Becky, you gotta make more music. It's so good. You and Sage are so good. And I was just like, sometimes it just takes like one person to kind of just like push you. And also there was the Braided Janes. Um, that was a band we played with in the very beginning. And um, what's the boys? Andy. Yeah, Andy. He was like, we got to play a show together. It's going to be so awesome. And I was just like, it is going to be awesome. And I didn't even know like any songs. I didn't, I didn't have a set list or anything. And we just like booked this gig in Chicago. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm carrying gear, huge gear down these flightest crazy crooked stairs at uh, the, the elbow that room. That was elbow room. Yeah. Yeah. The elbow room was where we played our first show. And um, it was just like, and everybody was super, I mean, it was our very first show. We did it out of town on purpose because we wanted to kind of have one under our belt. This is Be Becky's first band. So, you know, even though she at practice, she sounded amazing, sounded great. When you come to your first show, eh, it could go either way. <laughs> you don't know. So I'm like, let's get one out of, under our belt, out of town where no one knows us, see how it goes. And, and everybody would, even, you know, even the club owner, which rarely happens was just like like you guys this is this is something well know? he came over he came over and specifically pulled us aside and that just never happens and and the the, the headlining band was like come on sit with us we want to talk to you guys and and it was like oh, okay this is this is maybe gonna work and so anyway i think that helped. so even as like you know kind of scary as it is to get started i felt pretty welcomed right away and everybody was like, this is your first show? No way. And I'm, I was just, you know, we've come a long way, I think, in three years from where we were there. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. it still was really nice that people were welcoming. And I, I think I would try to be the same way to any other, like, newer artists that I was working with. I, I would just try to encourage them and be loving. And I really do try to be that way. Um, all the time because I want people to make music and make art and be happy and I don't it's just like I'm not looking for any kind of like recognition but I would like to lift other people up and yeah 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 sure um what is part, sorry for the most part the music scene I guess is is pretty uplifting and helpful with each other but there is some there are some that are not <laughs> and very some of it can be very cutthroat and kind of annoying but for the most part it's a really good um uh, i don't know what the word for it is it's just supportive scene and it's and it's a good thing to be part of and yeah i think sometimes people think you know there's only room for like them or something and everybody else is just not as you know can't compare or something like it's and a I... zero-sum game like if if they like that band they're not gonna like my band but it's really, they can like, everybody can like more than one band. It's not, right, it's not pie. It's not, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way, you know, I, I, I don't buy into all that, that bullshit of like, you know, an opportunity for one band means like, an opportunity for another is gonna be robbed or something. Like, no, let's make opportunities for everybody. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly why like, you know, I try to interview as many people as I can, write about as many bands as I can, because, like, this is what everyone does. Yeah. 
you know, and Lots it's all styles too for you. Like everything is so the range of stuff you interview is really different, which is great. Yeah, thank you. Into this one thing, and that's the only thing. Everything else sucks. A lot of a lot of bloggers and whatever they just that's they like one thing, and everything else is off the table. But that's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. So even from like you know the the bedroom pop artists to the 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 highest level of like you know venues, like you know it's all just as important to to us because you know. This stuff is art so yeah i mean you you wouldn't like just one kind of flower i mean all kinds of flowers especially when they come together it's just like more magical to have like a you know wild bouquet than just like one thing it's just so boring to have one thing um but right. i just i yeah i just appreciate like <laughs> <laughs> i mean let's look at the look at that stack of records behind you i mean <laughs> you know like it's not just one kind of music, that's for sure. Right, yeah, I know, definitely. It's so with the ZZ Top. Yeah, right, there you go. <laughs> so uh, so where did the name The Quills come you go. from? Well, <laughs> the only thing I can think of really is, um, you know, we pained over a name forever, of course, just like most bands do, but uh, we, we had a record store. And one thing I noticed is that there's never any damn records in the queues. <laughs> and so Q's or X's. Q's there's there's about there's Queen, there's Queensryche, and Queen so the Stone Age. Queen of the Stone Age, a lot of Queen's things. And that's it. So we're like, if we're gonna be doing this, why not put something else in the Q's and then you have that much less competition when somebody is going through the the bins. Although when people are going alphabetically, we always come last. Right. So we, we found out later that what really happens is everything from A to, to N sells great, and then it starts dropping off after that. In the, in the digital age, everything's alphabetized. When you're shopping online, everything's alphabetized. So my tip to the future bands of the world are name your band. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> something that starts with an A or maybe a B. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Because yeah. we'll come up first. It sucks, okay. but that's kind of the truth. I mean, that as a record seller, I. I'm not even kidding. It would be, it's like A, B, C, D, the sales would just be like down to Z, which every now and then you'd sell a Who record or something, but that's, it gets, to, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I never even thought about it that way. No, actually. who would have, who would have thought, but that's where we're at. Well, we learn something, everything we do, you know I mean? I guess everybody does, but that's why it's so nice talking to other people and yeah. And at least we did it with a Q, not an X. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah definitely. But anyway, Q quills, the idea is it's um, what we like about the quills, the little prickly guy, the little um, porcupine image, is that they're cute and cuddly, like us, but a little prickly at the same time, <laughs> like us. And um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's, it's just a- it's just Like a, look, but don't touch. Right, kind of a, yeah. And and it's spelled the cool way with one L and a Z, <laughs> so make it extra hard to find on on Google. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's I mean, I think that's it. I think that's the story the story of our name. Yeah, that's I mean that's also it has a double meaning of the quill, the pen, the writing. Yeah, the, the writing quill. pen. So there's we're we're just trying to think of you know yeah. 
It's a it's a succinct, cute idea. You know? Right. Yeah, totally. Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, I know you guys dropped yeah fishing for ketchup last year. Um, and um, you know that so since then you've been dropping a, a myriad of singles this year and we're going to go down the line so peace of mind was the first one i believe yeah like it was in like uh may or something but tell me about that song peace of mind um well i love singing it and it just it came together really it magically i was working on the song and Sometimes when I'm working on something, it feels like the words just fill in the blanks and... It's almost like the words are there already and you just, it's like they're for you to discover, you know, uncover. Sage writes all the music and yeah, I write the I lyrics. Write, I write all the music and um, usually I'll just write a little riff. I think that one just started with the the upright bass thing and, and uh, I hand them off to Becky and Becky goes downstairs and listens to them a thousand times and riffs to them a little bit and some of them stick some of them don't that and one I, stuck right away I think I definitely you know am inspired by what's going on around in right. the world and I guess you know everything just kind of comes out like what I'm feeling I feel like yeah the last three we've done have been very peace oriented haven't they yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's true no kidding. Yeah, and that's also reflected in the videos that came with the songs too. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, this this hello that came out over the summer, and uh, that's um, that's Becky uh, is uh, on the beach with a with a phone, a mm -hmm. vintage phone. Um, yeah, that was that was a fun video for sure. Yeah, pink princess phone we picked that out especially for the video i just wanted to do something like that could show we all want to stay connected and uh sort of just reaching out in an analog sort of way yeah and how we can be close even though even if we're not in the same room you know we can still be close and especially when you're listening to the music and you kind of come up with what it means to you like what the words mean to you it just brings us all together and i don't know <laughs> Yeah, that's a, it's an interesting, um, it's so weird that, you know, like you said, I mean, everyone trying to stay interconnected and, um, you know, breathing fresh air into our networks and whatnot, but it's like someone who like can live like just a couple doors down from you can feel so far away during this time mm -hmm. because of quarantine and the the lull in community oriented events and stuff like that. I mean, you feel so isolated right now and uh, you wonder just how everyone's doing. And when I see a band <clears throat> or an artist or even just, you know, a friend of mine, like, like post something on like a new song or like a new thing they're doing or, and I'll realize that, wow, that's the first time I've heard about I've heard from them in like six months already yeah. like goes by amazingly fast yeah like holy shit yeah. it's like we have been so secluded like and I think and it, we're kind of either you either I think we've I don't know we don't have a you know we're we, we're lucky enough to be quarantined together so we have that 
for us, but so many people don't. And they're just, we have friends who are single and I'm just like, I can't even really wrap my head around trying to be single and keep on getting up every day and just like, okay, today's a new day. Today's gonna be the first day of my life. Just seems like it'd be really tough because you can't connect with people on a one-to-one the way we used to. And, and um, so anyway, we're lucky enough that that's the case for us, but it, but it, it's gotta be really tough. We, we don't feel the pain the way a lot of people feel the pain, but still, it's still a little painful. Yeah. We right. used to have shows all the time. I mean, I DJ all the time at like Mad Planet and, and stuff and all that's done and are on hold for now. And even the live, the, you know, gold, the uh, live streaming thing, it's, at first it was a novelty it was a novelty and people did it a lot and now people are just kind of like oh yeah i'll put it on and i'll go cook dinner or whatever and it's just people have settled into this i just fear that when it's all over a lot of those people will just be like this is just me now i'm just going to be stuck in my house forever and what was cool when we did the rushmore uh the baby bash float thing it was like social distance but it brought everybody together and it felt so awesome and it happened and it, it was like snap back into you know so it was like if you fear that things aren't gonna go back to normal yeah. like fuck that it's gonna go back to normal it's gonna be awesome maybe more awesome because i think we all are missing this love you know that we used to be able to connect and dance and get crazy together i think it's gonna be get back and be better than ever it will know? it'll be because we appreciate it more you know yeah maybe we needed like almost like a wake-up call to be like you know like love your brothers and sisters around you appreciate like, what you have reach out yeah. like make your that's true make your art and your love and you know it might weed out a few people who are just gonna get weeded out anyway from the crowds and stuff but the people who are there probably appreciated that much more and will participate that much more and be less on their phones while they're at the club or whatever, just more actually right. present. Yeah. So there's, it'll, it'll change things, but it'll, you know, everything changes. That's just the way it goes. So. Right. Yeah. You, we're not going to take shows for granted anymore. We're not going to take releases for granted anymore. I mean, it, the, another sort of um, um, kind of, interesting thing is like i feel like i'm closer i feel closer to a lot of the people in the music and creative scene than ever like more so than i did even when i was going to shows a lot because like there's sort of this just shared camaraderie from something we all held so dear um something that we is like a release from just our daily races and how we make sense of the world and stuff and you know i i think for that reason like Honestly, I even though I haven't talked to a lot of people like on a daily basis, like I still feel really close to them based on like, you know, just how like we all miss this so much. And when this is all when we come on come out of this the on the other side, like it is gonna be different. The energy is gonna be different. Like we're gonna be like we're gonna really enrich the idea of like sharing live music and community with one another than more than we ever have in our lifetimes so yeah. i look forward to that and you know i know that it will be it'll be worth it yeah yeah um the the magic that was in the air when we played that night i mean i get goosebumps just thinking about it right now and that's why i'm kind of excited about sharing it because it was the first thing i've done in like five months and i was still a little scared and i was scared for everybody you know 
because it was like, obviously anything you do is, you know, could be a danger, but the, the love that I saw and the creativity of everybody involved and the magic that happened that night, I, you know, we need hope and we need that camaraderie and everything to make us healthy and happy too. So, you know, we did our best. We wore masks and, you know, when we could and, um, you know, that's what we are doing mm -hmm. is just doing what we can. Another big shout out to Bill and Dan and Rushmore Records and the Baby Bash Association and all the people who made it happen because it really, it yeah. was not easy to make it happen. And especially now. Um, so the fact that they actually went all the way with it and actually made it happen is pretty amazing. Yeah. I, mean, they, I mean, it was a two hour trip through, through Bayview it was like playing a show on a surfboard because it, it was yeah. like, you know, but it was nobody complained the coolest thing that I know of anyway. Nobody, nobody called the cops. Nobody did, you know what I mean? And it was, it was semi legal, <laughs> but right. it was, they had the, the actual cops. There was two police officers there who were just helping out, you know, so was, we had, assistance from the police yeah it was like perfect harmony everybody, everybody put in their time and their money and their efforts and stuff it was great it was really it was no one a, broke a bottle or you know i mean the actual, yeah it was people on the street were from what i could tell were being responsible people on the float were being responsible as they possibly could i mean we were and you could you could tell everybody kind of missed the whole music scene because the way everybody came out everybody's like so amped for it and i mean there were other floats too there were um, yeah there was some there were these dinosaurs and i mean it, it was just like yeah big inflatable dinosaurs on a, on a float it's awesome and, it sounds fun uh, it was so cool yeah there was a lot of really fun stuff so and just to see the whole neighborhood come out it was and cool like, two hour extended every time it was almost like when you first go on stage you come on stage and you see the crowd and you're like oh it's neat and they're, they're excited because they're just seeing you for the first time it was like that for two straight hours because everywhere you went it was they were just seeing you for the first time so it was just like this continual two hour just getting on stage moment it was weird our story. personal friends that were on the float had to listen to our set list oh, yeah. repeat like uh seven probably times. like yeah like seven or eight times so by the end of the trip everybody was singing along to like every word because <laughs> they had all had it down that well oh memorized but it was so cute like the way no one seemed to get sick of our music everybody was just like yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know it's whatever awesome. song we were doing everybody's just like more and like i i just i can't say like how awesome it was because it was just i don't know man that's awesome that is that's a man that that joy is like enough to like make you have hope for like the rest of this year you know yeah. just that feeling alone definitely yeah. it helped Sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely makes me want to make more music because I just, I just felt that love, and I'm like, okay, let's let's make some more. Yeah, it's weird. yeah. You're, make, you're making music in a vacuum, more or less, when during COVID, because there is no crowd interaction, and you know, you put out a single like we were talking about, and you put it out, you promote it, you get some bumps on your, you know, your Bandcamp page or whatever, and. A bunch of people are like, cool song, cool song, cool song, but there's never that one-on-one. -on -one. You don't know if people are just being polite or if they really like it or whatever. It's just not the same. 
so having that happen, I think did breathe some life into our, you know, after however many months it's been of being like, okay, here's another song, here's another song, here's another song, and not knowing whether it's even worth the trouble, having that happen refreshed our yeah. whatever. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So No One Should Hate, the most recent one, um, also came with a video. Um, and that one has a pretty uh, cool um, uh, theme to it. You guys want to explain that one? I don't know. Um, oddly enough, that one was written a long, like the seeds of that one were planted a long time ago, long before the protests, long before the, uh, you know, all of it. And, um, but. We were just busy at the time. And I think we, we like didn't have time to work on it or something. Uh, and also we were kind of saving it for our next full-length release it's kind of a slow jam so you know it's more of an album cut than a than a single yeah so it wasn't really intended to be released as a single but you know the more things were going the way they were going the more it seemed like this needs to come out now. yeah that for and, sure um, it, like so, inspired by the time and the video got more and more about the peace protest i mean the protests and everything than it was originally supposed to be but it you know it all tied together at this point which i think sense. music does that sometimes it's like sometimes you can have an idea and then when things are going on you can relate it to that but it doesn't mean that that song is just for that time but oh, no, yeah. it's just like you know sometimes you can't even believe how that mixture kind of comes about where you're like whoa this is like so reflecting how I feel, you know, and that's what make that's the beauty of the music is that, you know, you can kind of like think how you want to think and like take what you want to out of there and help it like help heal you or, you know, get you through the day or, you know, help you party. Yeah. <laughs> okay. totally. If you listen to uh, Ohio, Neil Young's song from however many years ago that was, sounds like it was written for today. You know, it doesn't, it wasn't just for that event yeah. or forever. And it means something now is like just as much as it did then. It's amazing. Yeah, that song is actually 50 years old today. Or not today, not today, not today. Uh, yeah. This year, this year it's 50 years old. 50 years old and shit's still happening. It's just crazy. Awful, yeah. So that all being said, um, yeah, so you guys are working on this cover record. Uh, well, yeah, like, tell me a little bit about, like, what's going on with the Quills right now? Uh, um, you guys still working on uh, originals as well? Well, we have some really awesome cover songs. Like, one of the songs that we're covering is uh, The Poppy Family, Where Evil okay. Grows. And it is, like, such a fun song. I heard it. It was like in a trailer of a movie or something. something. I caught like a little bit of it. And I was like, you know, I have to find out who this is. Like, Shazam. stop the press. Shazam like, oh, my God. Right yeah. And so, yeah, we, we did a little research and I got their album. And I was just like really touched by this song. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a Quill song. And Oh, boy. Yeah. So as we've been going through the our live shows when we when we first started out i guess we started doing some covers really just i mean it was my idea to do more some okay. covers because again it was becky's first band and just 
even though I've been in more bands than anybody should ever be in, um, she was brand new at it and just had never heard her voice over a loudspeaker and or recorded ever. So I figured the easy way to first hear your own voice is to hear it in a familiar setting with some song that you kind of already know. And um, so I thought, okay, let's train on this. We'll do originals and covers, but um, anyway, it's a long story, but, but uh, that was how it kind of started. So ever since day one, we've been doing some covers and originals and, um, but always trying to do the covers differently and we, which we do for the most part. I mean, there's, we do a couple that are pretty true to the originals, but for the most part, we're trying to do songs that were normally sung, originally sung by males with Becky singing it because it just flips the meaning around so much in so many different ways. Um, like Devo's Girl You Want or Valerie Loves or Me, Valerie Loves Me or um, just a bunch of stuff. Most of almost, almost most of the songs we did at first were sung by males. But anyway, point is we weren't trying to do them just like true to the originals. We're trying to do them a quill style. And um, so anyway, you have all these great cover songs throughout the years now that have just piled up, piled up, piled up. And it's like, we really ought to put this out. <laughs> we put it out as an LP. And now there's, now there's enough of them that it becomes, there's like a thread that goes through them. Whereas before it was kind of like this, uh, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, they are all singles, but not a thread. Now there's enough of them that it kind of sounds like a Quills album. And, and so that's the idea. We're, we're working on that. We have got, oh my gosh, we've got things by um, Tyrannosaurus Rex, um, Blondie, Prince, Prince uh, uh, I'm blanking right now, oh, oh, Metallica, White Metallica, White Horse, uh, White Horse by uh, Laid Back, um, uh, Obsession by uh, uh, Adam Ocean. Um, that's our brand new that's one. That's a brand new one, it's not out yet. Um, the Poppy Family, Where Evil Grows, um, Material Issue, I don't know if we said that. Am I blanking? But anyway, lots of them. Yeah, we have so many. Yeah, I, I really liked your guy. I don't know if it'll be on there too, but I liked. I loved your guys' Blue Monday cover. Oh yeah, Blue Monday. Oh yeah, there you yeah. Go. Oh, I love that song. So. How could I forget? Yeah, yeah. Blue Monday is on there. Yeah, so it's a lot of like Blondie. Yeah, Blondie. There's a lot of dancey ones and and real ambient ones and stuff. So the one, the newest one, the Poppy Family, sounds very much to me like. Uh, well, it's weird. It's a weird song. It's a really weird oh, song. Oh, I can't but wait for people to hear our version. Of it's got yeah. a little echo in the Bunny Men section to it that where all of a sudden it gets all 60s, like neo-psychedelic, you know. Awesome. No, that, it was kind yeah. of inspired by this record, actually, now that I think about it. This is, uh, this is um, Ever So Lonely by um, Monsoon. And, uh, oh my God, I don't know if you know that song, but it's so cool. It was like when in the 80s when when they were like trying to bring Middle Eastern scales into the pop music, into like new wave and stuff. And that was like the ultimate one there. And so listening to that a lot while we were doing this Poppy Family song, which is a kind of a country thing. And, and then like for all of a sudden I was just like, nyum, 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 nyum. and I was like, yeah, that's it. That's what it needed. I couldn't, it cracked it. It just cracked the, Oh, there. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear this. It sounds really fun and creative. Um, cool. Yeah, it sounds like you guys had a ton of fun making it too. So uh, we always do. <laughs> we yeah. 
Well, um, thank you guys for uh, being on the show today. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm glad to see like you guys have been just uh, sort of um, regrouping and doing something different, but also staying true to like what the quills are. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll look forward to hearing what you guys have. And um, yeah, I, I'm always happy to, I'm happy to support you guys. So. Thanks, Thanks ben. ben. Thank you so much. Breaking and entering. <laughs> You're welcome. So as we're closing out, Sage, what keeps you up at night? Oh God. Uh, coffee. Uh, <laughs> um, what keeps yeah. me up at night? Netflix. Um, <laughs> yeah, Netflix. True. Yeah. That. Uh, boy, what keeps me up at night? That's a good one. Um, I don't know. Kids these days. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't have a good answer for that. I guess I, I sleep well. I do. I have, I'm a, I'm an optimist as in general. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty chill. Nice. I think we're going to get around. I think we're going to get through this just fine. Things yeah. people, people just gotta. Okay. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but I guess I just figured out what I was going to say. People just have to take a step back and realize that even though this is a crisis, we are in the middle of a crisis. Yes, and I agree, this is a crisis. Compared to crises from 100 years ago, this is all we're having to do is stay home. I mean, it's not that bad. Yes, people are out of work. Yes, there's problems. Yes, you have to take, you know, homeschool your children. There's lots of things that go along with that. But 100 years ago, women couldn't vote. Black people couldn't vote. Um, you know, if you had to go to the bathroom half the time, you had to go in a hole in the ground. I mean, there was, it was a lot different. This isn't as bad. It is bad. And I appreciate that. I'm not trying to belittle anything, but I'm just saying we will get through this. We got through that. We'll get through this. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. I do think that like, yeah, it's, I mean, we do have, um, we are fortunate to have like withstood trial in the past and, you know, I know that, I know that we'll pull through and I, I think that, you know, stuff like how easy it is to share music and art with each other makes it so much easier, you know. Yeah, it's an amazing development. Yes. Yeah, we can hang out today and talk and. We can do this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like this wouldn't have been a thing, like maybe even like five years ago, like it wouldn't be so easy to have an interface like this. I think it would be a lot scarier if we couldn't talk to each other and we couldn't, you know, see that or even use the telephone and like, you know, call somebody and just see how you're doing. Like, it would be a lot scarier if we were just all in our houses and we didn't have a way to communicate because then we'd be wondering like, what's going on out there? Like, at least we are, you know, staying connected. And so that's what we have is like the staying connected. And I hope that, you know, in the future we get to be even more connected. Yeah, right, yeah, agreed. Uh, Becky, what keeps you up at night? Um, just like what Sage said, I think that I am an optimist too, and I just am looking forward to tomorrow when we all get to be together again, and celebrate being alive and loving like our brothers and sisters, like every single person that we can. I think anything you can do, um, you know, even if it's little for someone else can make a big difference. It can brighten up your own day, you know. So I just think try to do something nice for whoever you can think of and, you know, add those little things up and it just becomes like 
all this love in your heart that can take like ease you to sleep at night you know just do yeah. something nice for someone else oh yeah yes definitely i wholeheartedly agree um this is more fun sage what puts you to sleep <laughs> oh what puts me to sleep kids these days yeah <laughs> um <Same> thing. <laughs> let's see what puts me to sleep god i don't know uh so much of modern pop music puts me to sleep i've been kind of studying what's happening on recently on in the pop charts and whereas i think actually we're kind of in a good trajectory at the moment as far as like songwriting and things like that and just variety in, in pop music um so much of it is just the same 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 chord progression the same same beats same everything it's insane so that kind of just just that's why i mean i've always been into a very eclectic mix of music and every band i've ever been in has been like almost too eclectic for its own good but it's just i can't stand sameness and it drives right. me crazy and yeah. just, i'm just utterly bored with it within 10 seconds i'm just like oh that's that okay i got it i'm just yeah done listening I so know. uh that puts me to sleep kind of sure. becky how about you um, listening to Sage's long <laughs> stories. <laughs> well, sleep too. There's this truth to that I mean, yeah, I, I'm kind of over like the really like commercialized like radio format. That I like a lot of pop songs. I do. I really do. But I. Right. But so much of it is just like throwaway. Will you remember this six months from now? Right. Not even a little bit. Stuff yeah. that just there's some stuff that's gonna stick but not much. That's what less we're trying less, to do is write songs that yeah, stick. stand the test of time. It doesn't matter if it is like we were talking about, you know, peace of mind and hello and how it could relate to the times. But, you know, hopefully it could be relate to all the time forever. You know, like I, I want to write songs that, yeah, just can stand the test of time. Hopefully. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's my dream, I guess. Yeah. It'd be nice to just have one song that, 50 years from now, somebody's going to be like, just, you know, there's songs like Neil Young's songs that just sound like, just sound like they were written, like God wrote those songs or something, you know, just, they were just always there and they will always be there and you'll never not hear those songs. And just be nice to be able to crack one of those and just have one song where people are just forever, just like that's, now that's, that's a song. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Well, thank you for being on the show, guys. Uh, had a lot of fun. Thanks for Thanks, having us. Thanks, Ben. Have a great day. Um, and uh, you're welcome. For everyone watching, I'll be uh, sure to uh, tag the quill so you can check them out. Um, fun synth pop, new wave, uh, uh, lots of flashing lights. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun stuff. So uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.